0: dog he's over there somewhere, somewhere he's not quite as bothered uh, about the walk but obviously I don't know what the sound what he's like so it is really really windy so if um, please let me know if it's if it's too windy for the audio um, and I will cut off so we haven't had a dog walk for a while uh, it's been a good reason I haven't walked the uh, dog, which is kind of, you know, pain to the dog walk. Um, last week, Fee was off work, so she walked the dog every day, so I could go on with some work. Jesus. Um, but here we are. It's a Monday morning. The imps have won. We've moved on to a points total. Some feel they make us safe. Um, others, eternal pessimists, such as myself, um, do not think it's 45 will be enough. I think 48 probably will be. You only have to look at Morecambe under Derek Adams winning 3-0. Jillingham obviously took Sunderland to the last minute before getting beaten. Fleetwood won three-one, albeit away at crew. Everyone wins at crew. Except us. Um so yeah, there's a few teams down there doing particularly well. I think probably the final relegation places between now Fleetwood, Morecambe and Jillingham and they're Two of those teams I'd written off, Wimbledon have managed to force themselves into contention, but they played very, very well, apparently, on Saturday. Um, and, and lost late I think it's been too little too late for them. You know, if you're in the relegation, Maya, change changing manager can give you a bump, as in Gillingham, can give you a knock. Morecambe, I mean, went on a good run anyway, and they didn't, there was an enforced manager change, but it's two sides of the manager change coin there that in mind. So the question is are Lincoln City safe? Well first of all if they are it comes by virtue of a cracking game at the weekend. Uh, I didn't travel to to Charlton. I could choose between Shrewsbury and Charlton. So I think Shrewsbury, good choice. Um, but I have watched the game back, I have that facility on My Scout. Uh, so I've sat and I've kind of watched. I also have the ability to fast forward the time wasting and the arguing and the bits and bobs like that. So quite good. I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed the game immensely. Um, I thought it was another professional Lincoln City away performance. I thought we uh, didn't always control the game. Charlton had possession uh, at various times, <laughs> but did very little with it. And it looked an awful lot to me like a Lincoln City home performance from earlier in the season. You know what I mean? With some nice passing, some decent control. No end product. The difference being, of course, there should be an end product with Charlton. Jaden Stockley, three quarters of a million pound striker. Connor Washington, you know, went for for more than a million at one point. Plays for Northern Ireland. You know, these are strikers that should be doing better, especially when you've got the likes of Blackett Taylor on the flank. You've got Scott Fraser and George Dobson in midfield. I mean, George Dobson's a player who. I've tracked a bit since he was at Walsall. He was a former West Ham trainee. He was brilliant for Walsall the year that they went down. Probably helped them, you know, stay up or, or remain in contention for as long as they did. The player then moved to Sunderland, and it's his career has faltered a little bit since then. For me, that's the difference between Charlton and us. The performance is very Lincoln-like. Lots of possession, not doing a lot with it, but certainly they have. Players available to them who I think had we had available at the time that we were struggling to break teams down. I think, um, yeah, I I think probably we might have done a little better with that. So I was disappointed with Charlton in the respect of I I thought they would be a better team. I wasn't disappointed by that, of course. I was absolutely delighted uh, that they were, they did, they played how they did. Uh, But of course, there's always two sides to a game, and I think fans often forget that. Some fans kind of think it's you either win it or lose it. And some fans think the opposition either beat you or they don't. And they're two very different things. So some fans put everything on the opposition and some fans put everything on you. But football's actually a little bit of a mixture of both. So, yeah, I think it's a good child and side who are not performing as well as they should be. No, Johnny Johnny Jackson was a popular appointment there. But if I was the child on board, I'd be looking at the players at his disposal and wondering why they are where they are. But at the same time, it was a good Lincoln City performance, and he's probably taken 40 games, 41 games now for for me to say. I think our best midfield is um, Ian Braid Cook on the ground, does Luis Fiorini, and I think the double eights, as Michael calls it, works really, really well. The certainly shorn of the defensive responsibility um, has a lovely weight to pass. I think. Um, I think uh, there was a, there was an effort in uh I can't remember which half it was in now but he's, he's put a beautiful ball through uh for for Brookmont Coffee on the on the flank I think it was in the first half and Joe you know, it was it was a cracking ball. You watch it he just splits the defence, he splits the centre half at the full back. Absolutely beautiful. That's what McGrandles can do. We haven't seen as much of it because he's been doing a lot of the water carrying in the middle of the park. You don't need that when Liam Bridgecott's in the team and look I get there's two sides to the Liam Bridgecott argument. yeah where is the balance between games and quality? How many games do you need out of Liam Bridcut to say he's worth the investment? And there's lots of people saying he's a highest paid player, the money we play him, he needs to play more, all of that sort of stuff. Nobody knows for sure what Liam Bridcut's on, except the football club and Liam Bridcut and his agent. No supporters. Supporters can say they know. I can say, oh, well, I think he's on X amount, and you can say, oh, well, I think he's on twice that, and someone else can say he's not on anything like that. Nobody knows for sure. So for me to make the argument, Unless it's reported in the media, I think to make the argument is um, is, is is probably a little bit false and a little bit unfair on Liam. But granted, if he is amongst the highest earners, probably need more games out of him. Probably, As well, I'll say probably you do, don't you? You know, this season actually the the points haul with Liam Bridcutt in and Liam cut out is. More or less the same, I think it's actually slightly favourable. The but there's no arguing that we are a better team than Liam Brinfield So there's zero arguing that. I won't, yeah, I wouldn't take that argument with anybody. We are, we look better, we can comfortably go back to a back four uh, and not feel quite as susceptible. You know, the goal we conceded is from a set piece, not from open play. That sheep shit, Charlie, leave it. Um, so yeah, I, I thought we looked comfortable at times with the four. And in recent weeks we've looked comfortable with a three. Liam playing, you look comfortable. So I think that's where the game was won and lost. I think if you had asked me at the beginning of the game, you know, Fraser, Dobson, and Gilby against Fiorini McGrandles and Bridcourt, I would have said that's a pretty good midfield matchup. It really is. And I thought we we grasped it well. I think Fiorini has got over his dip. Um I like the boy, I just think his inconsistency in the middle of the season dragged him back a little bit, but I think overall when you look at his goals, you know, he's, he's, I think he's scored four, which I think only Maguire and Anthony Scully have scored more in the league, nine and five, and the Maguire's have been penalties, so I think I like, I like Fiorini in that position. And also when he's freedom, it's almost like if Ridcutt's out, you have to play 2 with under the back four just to compensate for him being out. But if he's in, you he can play just him four. Yeah. Having a man sent off keeps you a man down. Having Ridcutt in the team almost puts you a man up, certainly in terms of the way that we play. So it's interesting. I mean, looking at the game's major talking points, no arguments with the red cards. You'd moan a bit if you were a Lincoln fan and it was your player was Gilby getting sent off. Because, quite simply, that's a crazy red kind card. Of stupid. You're 1-0 down. You're on a booking. Just behave, lad. You know, And Michael said at half-time, he told our players not to give the referee an opportunity to level things up. I think with Bobby Madley, it's not much an opportunity. You know? He calls the game how he sees it. But you've got to be thinking, if you're a professional footballer and you've got a booking, don't, don't, don't commit another bookable offence. And we know Bobby Madley tries to keep teams to keep 11 on the pitch we saw it at mk don's last season where he could have booked brennan johnson twice in quick succession and he didn't he booked him and then he let him off the second one you know final warning if he committed another foul he would have gone he was the same he was on that foul he committed it. he's gone but as for our challenge i don't like the anti morgan rogers rhetoric i don't like the anti-anybody rhetoric if somebody's shit, you say they're shit. If somebody plays well you say they played well if they're a middling they're middling and to point a finger at a player kind of have a pop in him every week he's unfair i actually thought morgan with a good game on saturday up until he's sending off it was a red card simple as that people will call it brainless it was a rash challenge but where does he go they say that he's not committed and he doesn't care then he puts a challenge like that in okay it's a misjudged challenge but at least he shows a little passion to win the ball and it's not the sort of passion you want to see you can't call him uncommitted And his goal was committed okay he didn't hit the ball straight away but he got it yeah, he yeah, got slated in that, for that, on, on the radio and on social media. You know, it's all he should have scored earlier, he should have taken that effort earlier. He scored the goal. Do you know what I mean? He put the ball in the back of the net. It doesn't matter when he's hit it, He scored it. And people might go, oh, well, what if he missed? Yeah, brilliant. You know, what if man had wheels? should be a bike. So, he scored the goal. For me, I, you know, it's a decent strike. Scullies was a good strike as well, really good strike. You win 2-1, you know, you come away. Are we safe? That's the question. We're 11 minutes in. I don't know what the wind is doing for you. It's blowing me all over and my hand's freezing. Um, I don't think we're safe right now. I think if we win tomorrow night, we could be. I think with Liam Bridcutt in the side, although mathematically we're not safe now, I think with Liam Bridcutt in the side, I could sleep a lot easier. I look at the games that we've got remaining and I think... I think three points keeps you up. I think 48 is the benchmark to keep you in this this um, this division. I think probably we... I, I, I predicted 51, I think, uh, a couple of weeks ago in an article. I'll stand by that. I think I can see six more points for us. I think I can see those, Fleetwood and Crew, if I'm honest. Um, I think I predicted we lose to Crew on the final game of the season, but I would have to be going some to let crew do the double over us, wouldn't we? I don't think that we go to Accrington on the final game of the season with anything to worry about. I'm brutally honest. I don't think Chalmers come here on Easter Monday with anything to worry about. I think a certain Mr Darren Chapman will be nice and happy that it will be a dead rubber game on Easter Monday and he can enjoy it with neither side needing a result. I'll enjoy that. Be interesting to see what Michael Appleton does when we get to a dead rubber as well, won't it? He hasn't had one as yet. We haven't seen Michael Appleton play a Lincoln City team in the league with nothing at stake. And I'm wondering, will he try some of these young players? You know, will he rest certain players who have got a contract for next season, give some a chance to stake their claim? I mean, that's, that's false, isn't it? end of the day, if you go into the last two games of the season and you're in the manager's mind not to have a contract, you're not going to do anything in a dead river against a team already relegated like crew. It's going to have the manager go, I will keep you. And there are some big questions over players for the future. I shall look at those in an article further down the line. Lots of talk of John Marquess. Will we go all out for him? I don't think Hopper will be here next season. Ben House, Charlie Kendall... Anthony Scully, potentially. If Scully moves on in the summer, you might look at signing Marquis. Not sure if the Marquis and Hopper experiment has worked entirely. I think they're very similar players. You might play Tom Hopper with Charlie Kendall. You might play John Marquis with Ben House. Not sure Marquis and Hopper have, have linked up. They give the defence something additional to think about. I like the option for us to go two up top. I like the option for us to do anything outside of the usual 4-4-3, which can be effective, but doesn't always work. So we'll see. But to answer the question at the top, I mean, as you'll see, by the way, this is my walk now. By the time I get to that tree line up there, I have to finish. It's a slightly different walk that the dog wanted to do, unfortunately, today. Do I think we'll stay up? Yeah, of course, I do now. I do now. I was a little bit, I don't know, a little bit agitated on Saturday because, you know, points-wise, it's still not there. And you look at it and you think, well, they've got 18 to play for. And, you know, there's 10 points difference, but... It's incredibly rare for a team to make up an eight-point deficit over five or six games, isn't it? Incredibly difficult. I don't see it happening for us. I don't see one of the teams at the bottom kind of four, six, putting together a run of games that, that puts us in the, in the bottom. And, you know, even if one team does, there's still two other teams kind of buffering us as well. So I think that we can sleep easy. I I wasn't worried. I was when Charles first goal went in just because uh, like drawing football games, we should have won, but I'm not, I'm not having sleepless nights about relegation now. I am bothered. We have to play forest green next season. feels like a step back. Do you know what I mean? Without him moving forward. But there we go. Tell you what, let's have a quick look through some of these, uh, some of these questions and comments. Uh, morning to Sean Simons. Hope you're well. Morning to Brian Rundley says, congrats on the engagement for those who don't know. Uh, myself and my good lady have set a date. We've actually been engaged for seven years. We actually got engaged in May 2015. Um, so uh, there we go. Yeah, all good. Next June. Cornell, morning, my friend. Well done on your engagement, Gary Hutchinson. Badman ting. We like that. Stu Wells, no nicking that for a meme. Uh, Mr. Brummitt again. Has Scully's point been proven for Appleton starting regularly before uh, the end? I think of this season. I think we've had some kind of hint that schools has been a little bit um, not at full fitness. It's just where you fit him in. You know, he's, he's not the natural winger, I suppose. You know, he looks as comfortable on the left as anybody does. He linked up well with Jamie Robson for the goal. He linked up well with, um, with Cohen Bramall as well um, earlier in the season. So, yeah, I don't think there's a, a, a point to prove as such. Uh, I think he's a good player. I think he's our leading scorer. I think he's a player who other teams will look at. Um, The second half of his season might have devalued him somewhat. When you think at the end of September, he looked like he was on for 25 goals. It's been a tough few months for for schools. I like the lad. I'm not sure what his best position is, as I've said, but I like the lad. I think, you know, I think he'll play. He's a well player. He's on a longer contract. That's all there is to it. I think long term, we will be hoping to sell him on. That's football. Uh, Paul Mark congratulations on your engagement thank you my friend Mr Freeston 53 points should confirm it mainly due to Morecambe's very poor goal difference yeah I mean I think 53 you're probably going to finish four four points clear of the, the bottom four at that I would say almost certainly uh, Mr Biddles morning Gaz morning pal. Colin Green morning Gary delighted to see you Live just now, just the thing when you're out on a 15 mile walk. You're heading off down to Fleetwood tomorrow, win that and we're safe, surely? Yeah, I think that's a fair point, Colin. I think win that and you, you know, it's a six-pointer. Fleetwood feel they've probably taken a big step towards safety by beating Crew, but they'd be in our place rather than theirs. Craig green, great video. Tell it how it is, no bullshit, straight to the point. I appreciate that. Thank you, Lee Curtis. Next season, Paul sent them back, T.J. right back or CJC back and Paul right back. Good question. TJ right back for me. Saw enough of TJ I think last season at right back and Paul definitely a centre back. Mr Ricketts, completely agree. Charm created more and better chances. We finished ours. Big thing for me was the chances often came at the defence switching off at times. Paul let Stockley have a couple of chances by drifting away. That's because Paul's not usually a centre back. It makes a point for me that Appleton is managing with a hand behind his back with injuries this season. Yeah, I get that. I agree with that. I think we you know before Christmas there's no arguing whatsoever about that. Um, but bear in mind he chose Paul over a Jackson Walsh combination. I think Norton Coffey's emergence as a, a right wing back has has almost nudged Paul inside. I like Paul more as a centre back, but I like him as a centre back as part of a three rather than in a two because you've then got a little bit of cover from that holding centre back or that whatever you want to call him. Uh, Cornell says Whittaker's red card and his tackle was out of order he should have known better he was on a booking. he wasn't actually on a booking. I think he was a straight red Cornell but yeah it's just a rush of blood at least there was a little bit of passion uh, Whisker, dividing opinion here he has quality but lacks industry there's a good player in there that's why I think a season with Michael would be a big thing a season long loan iron some of these issues out early on and also every game he's played in has been pressure because he came into a relegation battle he started in September you're not in a relegation battle play with a little bit more freedom. And I think we saw players lacking confidence. One second. I've got to put my dog on the lead. I think we saw players lacking confidence when, uh, when, when things got a little bit tough, you know, when we started losing, losing games and that sort of thing. Um, I think Fiorini was one who began to lack confidence. Dan and Lunderloo. But I think early doors, both of those, bear in mind, didn't start the season in the first team. I think Fiorini came in against uh, Cambridge. London, it was a little bit after, so that we were already kind of it was already an atmosphere. You get know, Whitaker playing in a team a little bit, you know, a little bit free, a little bit more free. I think you're in the you get a better player. I'd like to see him sign in next season on loan. I think he was resting at Opera and Marquis, No. I don't, think Sean. I don't think Opera and Marquis were rested. I think we didn't show enough industry going forward against uh, Shrewsbury. It was laboured, it was slow. With Maguire playing behind them as well. He dropped from the front three. There's no surprise. That, that Shrewsbury team were there for the taking. They're, they're not better than us. But we've drawn twice and lost to them. So we haven't played better than them. say so, didn't it? Uh Mr. Bride, morning, my friend. Any thoughts on Theo Archibald and Appleton's comments? Uh, I have. I think once you're out, you're out with my... Um, surprises me a little. Theo's done well at Leighton Oregon. hasn't done, hasn't torn the division up. I think if he was coming back with 10 goals and eight assists, it'd be different. But I think we had minimal investment in Theo Archibald. I don't think that we play with out and out left winger. We play with a left attacker, but that attacker, like Anthony Scully proves, needs to be able to cut inside. Needs to be able to do, you know, probably play a little bit more cent- centrally. Have a little bit more kind of versatility so interesting one second charlie come on interesting uh, i, think we'll, cash in on him. I really think we'll cash in on him kev green morning pal saw some pictures of you on saturday you look to be having a good time go back a long way with mr green morning guys. congratulations mate had a great day saturday feel safe now david spencer hi charlie who just got his little cameo right i'm now on the road as you'll see uh, cars come flying up here come on boy it's all industry. I don't know if you can see in here that that's uh, tons of sugar bee getting loaded into a lorry. So it's all happening at the moment. Uh, one of the reasons I didn't go my normal way. let go back. So there we go. Lincoln City safe. The answer to the title question is yes. In theory, football's fine. theory. Football's a, a game of practice. We still have to get points to make it so. I think if I do a dog walk video next week at this time, We'll all be breathing much, much easier. Tough, tough game on Saturday. Can expect a draw, I think, from that against Wigan. Especially if we're going into it all but safe. Uh, I think that we can, we can get something. We play well against the bigger teams. We've proven that at home against Sheffield Wednesday. I thought we played well against Sunderland. <clears throat> you know, we'll have a decent side out. Tomorrow night's the big one, isn't it? Win tomorrow night. And I think, you know, we'll all go to bed thinking, League one next season. And you build from there. I've seen enough this season. I've seen enough these past six weeks to convince me that Michael Appleton's the right man for Lincoln City. I know a lot of people say that about the, the Charlton game. I'll be honest, there was very little difference between the Charlton game and some that we've lost in, the, in, the, in, the, in over the season. Yeah, and a result changes opinion more than a performance. You win a game, everybody's on a high. You lose a game, everyone's on a low. You can have exactly the same shots on goal. You can have exactly the same possession, passing. Exactly the same attacking intent. Winner manager's a genius. Losers should have done something different. Football's not that simple. I always used to think football was a simple game. I was used to say football. Easy. 4-4-2. Tough tackling centre-half. Passing centre-half. Full-backs that get forward. Ball player midfielder. Player tackling midfielder. Two wingers. Big man, little man up top. Piece of piss. There you go. I could win the league. It's not like that, is it? We've seen that this week. We've seen that this month, this year. It's a game of chess. Some setups you... We'll give you success against some teams, others won't. Different strategies. I think we've got the strategy to keep us in League one this season. I think we've proven that in recent performances. I think we've seen enough to convince me that we can push on for the top half next season with the right recruitment. Enjoy your Monday. I hope it's not as windy or as blustery as me, and hopefully I will be touching base with you later in the week. If not, by a dog walk, then almost certainly by the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. I am home now. Goodbye.